Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yo, who's our munchies tonight, yo? It's Cannabis Talk 101. You're going to learn today. Puff, puff, kid. With Blue and Joe Grande. Pop, pop, reefer, marijuana. Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis with Blue and Joe Grande. Make sure you check out our podcast all around the world, you guys, and thank you for listening to us. And make sure you take a look at the website, CannabisTalk101.com, as we have so many great articles and blogs on the website for you to do and check out. And of course, we have the Cannabis Talk magazine on there as well. And feel free to give us a call anytime, 1-800-420-1980. And check out our Instagram pages at Cannabis Talk 101. It's uh, so many great things on there. Matter of fact, I don't know if you guys have heard, but Loran Oils is looking for some products, you guys. You can see that on the website, and they're looking for your cooking tips. And if you got a good cooking tip, you could be in our new cookbook that we're putting out with Loran Oils. So check that out on the IG. All the information is there. And check out Blue at the number one, Christopher Wrights. Well, I am at, of course, Joe Grande 52. And I got to remind you guys about the Cannabis Talk Magazine. If you want to check it out, go to the website, CannabisTalkMagazine.com, and subscribe now. Or ask your local dispensary or smoke shop near you. If they have one, if they don't have one, have them give us a call. Joining us today on the podcast is not Blue. He's out there running around doing whoever knows what meeting. But joining us on the podcast today is Sean Cradle, the CEO and president of Pineapple Inc., which is an umbrella corporation that does so much, you guys. They basically do the licensing and properties of cannabis operators all around the world, provides nationwide hemp-derived CBD sales via online and in-store transactions, and offers cannabis business licensing and consulting services. The team at Pineapple Inc. features some of the best cannabis industries that has to offer most experienced visionaries in the business and is composed of a team with a vast array of prior experiences existing many entrepreneurs through the challenging obstacles of the legal cannabis industry, Pineapple Inc. is now monetizing that prior experience into existing operations, leveraging their powerful branding and operational if, uh, efficiencies. A few entities under the Pineapple Inc. umbrella includes Pineapple Express Consulting Inc., Pineapple Express, and Pineapple Wellness, which you can find them all online at pineappleinc.com. You guys, that's the big parent company right there. If you're watching the YouTube, you can see that website right there. Or, of course, pineappleexpress.com is the other beautiful website they got. Or Pineapple Wellness. We're going to figure out exactly what they all do. And you can find my man, the boss man himself, on Twitter at I am Sean Cradle. That's I A M S H A W N C R E D L E to keep up with the latest news and events that he's got cooking. He's fresh off the road from the pineapple 
Euro tour that I can't wait to hear about. All the good and the bad about that. Joining us live at the campus again. It's been a year, but the CEO is back. Let's <laughs> welcome Sean to the building, folks. Welcome, Sean, back to the campus. Thanks My brother from another mother. First off, I'd also like to say thank you for your service as you're a U.S. Marine Corps veteran and doing your thing. You got four master's degrees. You're just a man of many talents who I love dearly. And as I say, I love him dearly, you guys. He's kept my Tupperware for about a year now, and, and I haven't got it back since the last time he was here. But we're not going to bring that up so much and, and harp on the things that you've kept of mine. We'll talk about you and your adventures from this past year because we haven't had you on in a year. And let's start with this amazing tour that you just went on and tell us about what is a Euro tour for pineapple? Oh man. So basically a Euro tour for pineapple is, uh, you know, we have a lot of emerging markets coming out in uh, Europe. Europe is, uh, uh, getting a lot of traction going with, uh, Germany being, uh, the forefront. So with myself, uh, being on the international circuit through, uh, ICBC, shout out to the folks at ICBC, Renee, Randy, all you great folks uh, doing your thing there, Alex, the International Cannabis Business Conference. So basically, this is a, a circuit of international um, kind, of, kind of like a cohort that moves around to these different markets. And ICBC uh, basically brings people together from every market into one of those emerging markets. And you have, uh, you know, investment forums and capital raising. So this is not a it's sort of like a brand per se. This is uh, more of the overarching level. So this is where all the cannabis execs globally get together. Um, such as uh, other conferences that happen in the States, such as ArcView, shout out to those folks as well. And of course, Benzinga, which I sit on the board. Uh, so uh, in, so in, in this tour was ending in Berlin with me having a couple of speeches there about what we're doing here in LA, uh, especially because uh, you know Los Angeles being passing Amsterdam as the largest market a few years back. Uh, folks over there are looking to, to learn from our mistakes and do, you know, uh, try to repurpose our success to, to theirs. Um, and which makes sense. So we have a little consulting that we can do there uh, via Pineapple Inc. And uh, being that I'm a thought leader with uh, Benzinga, it's uh, it's one of those things that uh, I've been doing for a couple of years now. So so that with that, having Barcelona, Zurich, um, Berlin, those are all in that circuit. Just came back from Barcelona as well, doing the same thing in April. Um, so this one was a little bit special because there's a lot of... Um, changes happening in other markets so along with those along with the folks that are that show up to the international conference ending in berlin these folks are from other emerging markets so i was able to go ahead of time and meet with some of these folks that i was going to end up meeting at the conference anyway to see how pineapple can fit whether it's express branding uh for the dispensaries or any of the immersion products or whether it could be um uh, pineapple wellness where bringing actual our cbd uh, hemp only derived products to the European market, which which we can do legally, and, and, and even here in the states, uh, we can ship across state lines and deliver nationwide. By the way, so that's pineapplewellness.com. Uh, so my first stop was um, was Lisbon, in Portugal, and Portugal's dispensaries they're CBD only, which I thought was kind of ironic, seeing as they decriminalize every drug, right, <laughs> on, on known to man. Uh, however, that's that's where they are, and uh, that. I met with some partners there to see how uh, pineapple wellness can kind of fit into that realm. Now we don't do actual hemp flower, but in that market, it's a different story. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, uh, you may have a, a Nissan that's not that's sold in, uh, you know, that's sold in Europe, but not sold here. 
you know, right. because it fits that market. The Nissan's still going to do its thing. Same thing with Ford. You know, have an American car company that makes different cars for Mexico. Uh, so the same for us. I don't think we're going to get into the realm of selling uh, any type of cannabis flower uh, at this time in the States, rather, or North America, and, and including the Caribbean. But on the on the other hemisphere, uh, we, we may go ahead and do that because that fits their, you know, their type of culture. Um, but along with that, I was able to um, uh, get connected with a um, it's called it's it's a it's a it's a place about it's called Colos, which is about two hours south of Lisbon um, for a company called uh, Can Himor. And what they do is they create industrial concrete from hemp. One thousand percent hemp. Wow. And they're the only country, uh, they're the only uh, company in Portugal doing this and one of the very few in the world. So I was connected uh, through Luna, uh, Luna Stour. So I, I'm sure. Oh, shout out to Luna. Everybody knows Luna. That's my girl. Shout out to From Ice Fire. Yeah. Shout out to all those guys. So we were touring around. In, 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 I love Luna, by the way. Bay can, Area girl. Come on now. How can you not? Shout out to Luna. Um, so uh, that's my girl. So, so she hooked me up with the folks here because she actually been there uh, about two weeks prior to me showing up. So, um, so I was able to, you know, see how even pineapple wellness can get involved with this being that it's hemp. Maybe there's some way for us to, um, since it's in a, a brand new thing, there's so many possibilities, you know? So, uh, there's, there's maybe ways that we can maybe uh, invest in that type of, type of, uh, technology, maybe even through that company for, um, for our corporate, corporate responsibility, you know, and, and trying to get some sustainability, even if it's another country, it's for the world. And it's going to come here anyway. Right. So we want to be on the forefront of that. Maybe there's, if we're getting it early over there, then maybe we can help, you know, uh, build that type of market over here. But also, you never know. You can, you can get into, it could be a certain uh, type of product. Maybe you can have pineapple wellness bricks, <laughs> you know? Well, as you Who say knows? that too, there's just so many more benefits that, you know, are out there in the world that they're using that we haven't even capitalized on here in the States. Like when you say a company's making concrete with 100% hemp derived, I don't know the benefits of it off the top, but I just using hemp derived products like that, there's a benefit right there. Right. Well, even still, like the, you know, creating that is, it, it's, first of all, it's more abundant. Um, it's, it's more, it's, uh, they say it's actually harder than concrete. It lasts longer. It's more environmentally friendly to actually produce um, since, you're, since you're deriving it from the plant and not... Um, I don't know, different chemicals and rocks, and, rocks and, and yeah, gravel and water stuff, and yeah. whatever else they use to make it. Right. And also, too, I think you have to excavate those materials, too. So you're probably taking stuff from the earth, whereas you're growing hemp and then you go ahead and processing it. So I know there's, you know, um, there's probably a lot more benefits to it than than I learned on that on that trip. But that was that was Portugal. So that was already enlightening, you know, at the same time. Then I had to Madrid. Uh, now Madrid is not on the board yet, uh, at all. Um, but there was another partner that I wanted to talk to about placing our CBD products in some of their salons. So that's some way to where I want to try to enter that market. And my way, my, my idea thought process behind this is kind of triangulating the EU. So where you're some way, shape or form, pineapple is represented in some sort of factor, whether it's Health and beauty, CBD, whether it's you know uh, sustainable, you know concrete, uh, anything environmentally, um, you know better for the uh, for the environment, not a, not just you know here but abroad. Also, um, any type of um, you know with Express, any type of branding for emerging um, you know retail locations and things like that. So, so after there, I went to uh, Berlin, and 
that was a longer time. So, so uh, that was basically for the conference, but also really trying to understand the the regulatory aspect that they're about to emerge with, and it's 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 on its heels. You can't put the genie back in the bottle. So it's it's coming hard and heavy. But I'll tell you something: the Germans, um, and I do have a little bit of little bit of bias, um, being that I I. I I was an exchange student, completed my first master's there in, in, in Nuremberg. Um, and a lot of folks say the Germans are kind of hard and brash, but quite frankly, so am I. So, right. uh, you know, I, I'm a, Cut the bullshit, let's get down to business. I am that dude. I'm, I'm you know, Northeast, Marine Corps veteran, Capricorn. I'm, I'm right to the point. So for me, I actually appreciate it. Um, but uh, it doesn't come I do too. Nice. Yeah. I like straightness. Let's just call it like it is. Ball, ball, striker, strike. Let's go. Yeah, right. A spade, a spade. But you know, honestly, man, it's uh, not the case so much in South, uh, South California. People don't receive that type too well. So you gotta have to kid glove a, a few folks. But um, it's funny. My wife gets on me about shit like that sometimes. Like, why do you say that so direct? I'm like, what? Did I not say that exactly what it is? Wasn't I talking to an adult? I mean, did I lie? Did I, was it completely out of line? I don't think it was out of line at all, was it? I mean, I just, it wasn't yeah. even like, they didn't need to be said. It was like, you asked a question, here's the answer. That's it. I yeah. mean, yeah, some people don't like that though, Sean. It's funny. You know, some people can't handle the truth sometimes about a lot of things, even if it's, especially in this space of cannabis, and sometimes it's just screwed up with, you know, all these laws and regulations, everything changing all the time too. It makes it really tough and difficult where it's like, Hey guys, can you get this fucking right? It does. So that we can just do this right. Because I'm sure you with storefronts and stores and delivery services, you've had to change and just change. It's like, Oh God. Okay. I can't even argue about this. I just need to change. Absolutely. I mean, you can be compliant one day and then the law changes and you're not the next day. Um, luckily we, we we're there now. However, absolutely. Um, there, there was a lot of pickups and a lot of money's wasted, but you learn a lot of lessons if you're smart. Um, so I'll give you one prime example of that. Back in, um, I think it was 18, 19, this is when we, we, you know, how we started out in delivery before we got brick and mortar. And uh, we, they, I think the limit to carry product was $10,000 per product on each vehicle. So we, we got sprinters. And, um, and we're like, yeah, we're going to roll out with this. And we bought, I believe, about 10 of them. Uh, and three months later, the uh, the regulations changed to where you can only carry 5,000 <laughs> worth of product. Uh, so being that we just got these, we're like, okay, well, let's offset these right away. But let's still keep the theme. We're going to do metrics. So we'll get a smaller Sprinter. Got rid of those. Took a small loss. Actually, not that bad because Sprinters do hold their value very well. Um and we got the metrics. A month after that, they said of that five thousand, only three thousand can be product. Two thousand has to be accessories. Who's gonna buy glass and all that from us? Yeah, I'm not gonna sit there and store my vehicles with fucking bullshit ancillary products. Right. So, so today we're in Priuses. <laughs> but it's actually it worked out better. And it's the best thing. It Prius, is, it it's is. a multi-use Saves perfect us a vehicle. Lot of money on gas. Yeah. You know. I love you know what's funny is I see people rocking Priuses. I love them. I'm always like, I would get a Prius. Hey man, at the end of the day, it's A to B and period. It's I gotta a to get B there in your, in your bottom line. That's really what it should matter. But you know where we live in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh no, we need to get the Tesla to do that. No, the Prius does the same thing, folks. Yeah, it does the same thing. So yeah, I did um so so Berlin was great. Um, shout out to um a lot of folks out there because this is where, you know, it, it was 
great times, but also I had a, a couple of issues. Um, and uh, the first issue was arriving to Berlin. My bag didn't show up, which oh, is fine. Which is fine. It happens. happens all the time. Uh, you Traveling. Know, I, I travel a lot, at least six planes a month for the last three years, including COVID. And um, I was surprised that it only happened one time and then it came on the next flight. So that happens. Um, this time, though, it was a little bit different because now, you know, the last time that happened, there wasn't these cool things with the smart tags and you can put in your bag. So I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, oh, it doesn't look like it ever left uh, Spain. And I was in Berlin now. I went to London in between. So now I'm sorry. Now I'm in Berlin. So I'm like, it never it never made it. It was supposed to be here to, to get here. Like, oh, well, this looks like it wasn't on the plane leaving Madrid. I'm like, yeah, I see that. And they asked me why. <laughs> uh, because you didn't load it? I said, I don't know. I gave it to the check-in. I don't know where, where what happened. So he was stoned. Something, man. Something. <laughs> Not for me, though. I had nothing exactly. on my back. <laughs> but but uh, we, so I was like, okay, whatever. I'll just go to my hotel and I'm sure it'll, it'll catch up. So they're like, yeah, it'll be on the flight tonight. So you'll probably get it maybe at midnight or something like that. Fine. That was when, that was on Monday. Um, I get the, so yeah, that was Monday. So then Tuesday morning, nothing. Right. I'm like, okay, well, I got to speak tonight. So now I got to go get a new hot. jacket. I got to get a new everything. And it was everything. so hot in Madrid. It was so hot. I didn't even, it was only a hop over to Berlin. So I'm not, I didn't like bring anything. I just came in like a pineapple hat and, and tank top and, and shorts. You wore a tank top. Nice. I did. Like, 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 Nick like, did. like Nick did, like Nick did for the show. <laughs> Shout out to Nick. Shout out to Nick. Uh, so I did because it was like an hour and a half flight, you know, not a big deal. I was gonna hop over and then, you know, whatever, but nothing came. So I was getting kind of nervous and I was like, all right, where is it at? It was still in Madrid, but it had to go through London just because that's the, the, the flight pattern, take, uh huh, right? Okay, so now I gotta go to the store. Uh, anybody knows me, I hate shopping of any kind whatsoever so clothes just don't do it um but i had to so i i luckily the mall of berlin was like five minute walk somebody tells me to go over there i get over there my go-to's as most people know is men's warehouse and guess for casual that's it i split the deck 15 years that's all i do right shout out to men's warehouse too i appreciate the, the lovely clothes it's always nice hey, and some nice fits there too it's all awesome. day and they gave me a few things so i you know i i i want to be the next spokesperson for men's warehouse wow that's a random i i do i want to be that dude and they never had a black and brown guy do this oh why would they yeah of course so, not. they need to do something like that but the founder though the founder used to do this guy that was a guy that said you're gonna love the way you look i guarantee it that was the founder um he from what i understand kind of got eh, ousted a little bit he's up in the bay area huge cannabis advocate huge cannabis advocate and this guy i think he put in prop 65 i think he put a million of his own buck wow into into that cause and i think his 65th birthday he said i i smoked sativa and danced my night dance the night away or whatever um and now he started a similar company with the chiquito so i want to meet this guy actually i i've been meaning to my publicist need me to, to set that up shout out to barbara sanchez too best publicist in the business thank you very much for getting me back on with these guys um it took her for us to get back together, even though we have our own number, <laughs> even though we can call each other, hey Joe, I want to come back on. No problem. I mean, like I said, we're talking off the air, going, Sean, I think of you often, <laughs> and we're such brothers. Like we don't need to see each other, it and by, we both share this. And he goes, Joe, I think of you every like other every other day. day because I have your Tupperware in my trunk of my car. <laughs> so every time I go to Ralph's, I put the thing. I'm like, damn, I gotta. I gotta oh, get this I gotta go back to Cannabis Talk 101 and see these guys.
and and the, re- and the reason why I don't have it in my trunk right now is because I pulled my car right before that trip, so it's in the it's in the shop, but I do have it in your in your AAA bag <laughs> as well. This is the most beat up AAA bag you'll ever see. In your life. And I I don't need any of it back, but it was so funny because he was describing how he doesn't need his food with a lot of seasoning and this and that. And I yeah, go, oh dude, you should taste this food that I've had back right now. It's perfect like that, very bland and just very simple and. Vegetables and salmon. Yeah, his wife did it all. It was perfect. It was like she was and I have never met her. Yeah, and it's funny too because even like, literally that meal is what we had last night. <laughs> we had vegetables and salmon, just the baked salmon, salt, pepper, garlic, and boom. Exactly. Literally, damn near a year later. Matter of fact, happy birthday to your mother again. Happy birthday, mom. Tomorrow. As your mom is uh, celebrating her birthday again. It's been damn near a year since you've been on the show with us. Yep. So that's a beautiful thing. We're going to take a break and come back real quick and hear more about Pineapple Inc., about what else they're doing, because we've got to hear about the dispensaries, how they're doing, how the delivery service is doing. We already heard some trials and tribulations about the automobiles. That's always fun. At least you got them down packed. We'll come back with more Sean, baby. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this break. Follow Cannabis Talk 101 on all social media at Cannabis Talk 101. Subscribe to our weekly newsletter on our website, CannabisTalk101.com. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue and Joe Grande, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. Are you ready to live the life you crave, folks? At Elevation Nations, they have created a community where authenticity and adventure meet curiosity, a space for members to explore culinary adventure, travel, cannabis, wine culture, and unforgettable experiences, providing access to an exceptional life full of elevated and inspired seasons, you guys. And Elevation Nations membership is the key to having it all. Visit Elevation elevationsnations.com to discover new possibilities and go enjoy yourself as they have a new spot in Vegas as well. Sean, the CEO and president of Pineapple Inc., 
it's just such a joy to have such a good, strong businessman on here that's, and not gonna lie too, I mean, you know, a brother, let's just call it what it is, right? A brother that's a minority sitting here, served his country as USMC, and you're just out there doing it. I mean, when I say doing it, you're not the guy that's out there schlepping with these big celebrities, but it just feels like everyone's down with pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how does that happen, Sean? Like, um, I'll, I'll tell you how it happened. I, and, I, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this. Uh, his birthday, uh, his celestial birthday is just past June 24th. Uh, Tiny Lister, better known to some folks as Zeus or Debo. Love was, him. Uh, rest in peace, brother. Rest in peace, brother. He was my uh, spokesperson for Pineapple. Um, we lost him in December of 2020 due to a second complication uh, with COVID. And, um, but, you know, a lot of people don't know we were, we were extremely close. Um, him being the spokesperson for my company allowed him to move closer to his daughter, um, Faith, and um, ended up moving about a block away from me. We became very tight with the Gold's Gym and all that good stuff every morning and um, made me the godfather to his daughter. Uh, oh, know, wow. I, I didn't know. I mean, that was probably about a year before he passed. And, um, so... But uh, he was a reason, he was really the catapult uh, for this. And, and I, I'd have to say the person that actually introduced us and, and, and uh, at, at the behest actually kind of pushed me to meet him was, was Curtis Jones, Kurt, Kurt Boogie Jones, um, one of the original connectors here in LA. When I met Tiny, Tiny said, I got to put you in front of a few people because they got to know who you are. <laughs> and um, one of those folks uh, was Big Person. And, big purse and once that happened i mean i think person i hit it off i think that day um and we were you know he and then that's when Pete put me into all these uh uh circles and he he had the same idea he's like i gotta put you in front of these folks there's nobody you know black and brown doing this especially on a public level and at that time it was only me and isaiah thomas <laughs> actually the greatest isaiah thomas leading that was brown leading uh uh publicly traded cannabis company and now it's just me um and we have another announcement to make with that when we get to that uh, question. But um, so, you know, P uh, really put me in these circles and we were, we were hanging tough for a few years and helped me build that stuff and get all this. Uh, most most of the, I would say, celebrity cachet. Some of it I did have because some folks don't don't know this either, but I am a SAG actor and film producer. So once I kind of got into this role, I was, you know, hey, I'm doing this now. I'm doing this now. And then I think once people found out that, <clears throat> you know, you're, you're you are one of the only people like of our color doing this, it kind of Hollywood just really galvanized. It really just came hard and swift like that. So huge, huge shout out to to Percy uh, and, and RMM, everything he's doing there. His brother. Because um, um, Percy had his clothes in your spot at one point too, right? Didn't you guys? Yeah. I mean, we, we always cross promoted each other. Yeah. It, it was just like that. I remember uh, that in Vegas when we first talked to you, when you and Percy came on the show out there for an event that we were at. And you guys were talking about that. That was the G4, G4 Live. Yeah, right? G4 Live. Shout out to G4 Live. Yeah. And I was doing a, I was in Arizona. I was in Phoenix doing a, um, a cannabis, uh, like an athletic um, um, investment um, uh, event. It was a golf celebrity event. I was doing that with Al Harrington. Okay. Sim and I sit on the board at Benzinga. And then, uh, and also Jamie Pearson. And uh, shout out to Jamie again. Love you, Jamie. Um, so they, so we were doing that, and then Percy's like, hey, before you go to L.A., you should come jump on here. Jump with, on a plane, come to Vegas guys. real quick. With you guys. I'm like, dude, I, 
okay, yeah, fine, whatever. So I did that, and then when I got to your set, I was I don't know if you guys saw, but I was walking with luggage. I came from the plane. Oh, I had, didn't I had a hand thing on me. I did your thing, and then I literally went back to the airport. Because <laughs> I don't like, I'm not you just a Vegas, shot to Vegas, I'm not a Vegas to do an fan. interview and then leave real quick. Not okay, a, cool. Not a Vegas fan. I don't like food. I don't like strip clubs. I don't like shows. I don't gamble. I don't really drink. So there's really not much for me there. And it's hot as hell. It's like the, that's the worst part. It's dry heat. Yes. You need like a lot of lotion there. I don't like using lotion. Oh, yeah. And you can't get your <laughs> skin cracking like that. You're like, uh-uh, I'm just too, got, got too much melatonin in my can't skin to be that, going but, out in that heat like that. Yeah, but no, but that's that's really where this, the, all that cachet came into place. And then, um, and then yeah, we just kept doubling down on that. And then and then it was, uh, you know, a few of my execs um, said, you know, we should, instead of, you know, we want to work with these guys, let's give them equity. And we started selling equity in the projects that we were doing. Including Hollywood and Vine, so that was with Two Chains and Ray J and Princess Love. We opened that with a couple ball players as well, and then on the CBD side, we signed. Um, I just put that press release out about maybe two months ago now. Signed Deshaun Jackson, <clears throat> um, you know, future for Hall of Famer receiver, um, just retired to be our our spokesperson for their wellness line, and we're gonna have a, a line of his sports recovery creams just for him because he was using ours when he played in the NFL. In fact. Uh, I had to send them a lot because a lot of folks were stealing our CBD relief. Really? Yeah, it's really good stuff. And, and I, I got to get some for my injury, Sean. Dude, What's going on? Honestly, I just use it for the first time ever. Um, maybe a month ago. You got hurt? I just twisted my. I do like 15 miles every other day, and then I I I had did four days in a row of it. <laughs> so it just. Oh, you're hurting. I was hurting. I mean, you forgot about my ankle surgery and couldn't think of your boy over here, huh? I mean, geez. You're right. You know, because one thing I do remember when when you when I was on here last time is is um it was it smelled like Fritos in here if everybody remembers because <laughs> he had his corn chip feet on the table, toes out. Hey, I was rocking toes that boot. Out. My ankle surgery was hey, no joke. No, I know. To it, where to the point when you just asked me earlier today off air, you're like, Joe, how's your ankle? I'm like. Dude, I literally just ran for the first time a whole lap around a track yesterday and literally ran the day this morning again. And I'm like, let Give me just do that, some man. running because like, I'm finally going, OK, you know, I, I want to push it now. I yeah, want to go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so I used it and it, it actually really works. I, I mean, I knew it did because they were using it. Some of the trainers took it, too. Then I started giving it to um, uh, some of the folks it, with the, that's when he was playing with the Rams um, and before he went to the Raiders and before I went to the Ravens. So. So a lot of stuff is happening with that. We have a new product that is coming out of Barcelona um, that we're going to, I think, would be the signature. He doesn't even know this yet, but it's something a little bit better than ours that has um, it's it's all you know it's all legal and all that stuff. It's it, they use it at the Kentucky Derby, and I can't really talk about too much more of that right now. But I tell you, the last Kentucky Derby, the I think the first five horses that placed, four of them use this product. Four of the horses use this product. So. It's a science that's been there forever, and this was one of the other um, in Barcelona in April. I'm I'm going to be uh, co-branding a one of the 200 cannabis lounges in Barcelona, and one and this is something else that one of my partners does on the side in terms of just uh, he's a science guy. Cannabis is kind of fun for him, right? So, 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 but this was something to where he he had in mind. He said, you know, I'd love to. He knows I know Deshaun, and he also mentioned Dwight Howard, who's also a member of that club too. Um, and maybe using one of these things, you know. So I think uh, not a member, but I think he's rolled through there before. But shout out to Dwight Howard too. I think he's coming back from Taiwan. Yeah, Taiwan playing over there. 
um, but also someone who uses the sports recovery, you know, because, and again, with this stuff too, it's all legal with the, you know, all major ball clubs and all that stuff. So CBD has been sanctioned uh, for a long time, including the Olympics, I think about three years ago. So this is something to where I want to really, and we have an Olympic, uh, we have Kate Farrington who won um, in Sochi for half, uh, half pipe. Um, she won gold in 2008, 2008. So we have her on staff here um, in terms of the um, ambassadorship. We got Fred Rosser, who's a former WWE. He's also the first um, uh, pro wrestler to come out as, as gay while under contract, not after he was done. So huge, huge um, strength on him to, to be able to Yeah, I love that. Absolutely. So um, we have a lot of folks, man. We just, I mean, we cover all the bases. We actually, in the store in Hollywood and Vine, uh, you know, our flagship dispensary right on that famous corner right next to uh, Capitol Records. Um, if anybody's familiar with Two Chain Show, Most Expensive is, we, we shot a Hollywood episode, um, I believe it's episode three of this current season. Um, we shot that with Sarah Silverman. She's, a, she's also... A, she's an amazing actor. I love her. Amazing. And also, Funny you know, too. Um, I'm proud to say she's a, she, she's a weekly customer. You know? Oh, really? Uh, absolutely. So, um, so she, she came and, they had, and we had Cal Cushman uh, come in and talk about his um, super expensive cannabis, um, which is like, you know, his veganic. Uh, he calls it veganic weed, and it's um, I think it's like a uh, sixteen hundred, almost sixteen hundred an ounce or something. Like that. Whoa, something something crazy, something ridiculous. Well, but, those but, are but old like, school but prices. It's like super super, yeah, it is true. Right? <laughs> super super pure, you know. Um, so if anybody watches that show, check it out. It's available, you know, everywhere. It's, it's really cool. Um, uh, really cool show. So we did that. We did a dog faces uh video when he um for his um no lighters um uh remake of of uh the low rider song with uh war and oh uh, love that calypso is a producer shout out to my boy calypso and and also Dogface and dr miami and i was in that video they threw me in the video at the last minute oh that's cool uh we shot it uh we shot it you know they shot it around hollywood and then we ended up in the store prince i mean i had princess love come in and be a butt tender um, so it was a really cool, um, really cool ensemble. Uh, Cheech and Chong, George Lopez. There was a lot of people in this. Well, dude, that location—it's just such a prime location for you to score that spot. No matter how expensive <clears throat> it was, yeah, it's paid off because it's become yeah. such an iconic spot. And when yeah. people come and they tour the world, they come to LA. They go to Hollywood and Highland. You're gonna walk by Hollywood and Vine yep. because you're gonna be looking at the stars. Yep. You're gonna see. Oh my gosh, there's a dispensary right here. Yep. Hmm. Why don't yeah. I walk in? Yeah. Yeah, man, we we really you know we love we, we, that space is big. You know, that space is uh floor space is about two thousand square feet because we want to have that. You know, our other dispensaries will not be as big, but for Hollywood, you need folks to come in and look around. You know, it's Hollywood, so you know we you still have the Walk of Fame on the floor there. We have um, a lot of we have a celebrity wall, so we're putting all the celebrity brands. So folks want to come in and quickly grab. Oh, I want to smoke uh, Napalm from Exhibit, and you know I want to smoke Dr. Green Thumb for you know for, for B and all these things. So. So we have that. And then we also, along with that, I'm having these guys, since we are on a friendship basis, come in and sign some jars. You know, like, well, have, hey, he's able to sign some jars from 1 to 3 Saturday. Pull up. You know, something like that. But it's, it's It makes sense. It makes sense. And it makes a dollar for both of us. You know, um, you know, he, he sells more stuff. And then also we can cross promote. And it's, I think it's all love, man. It's one of those things where I don't, like, even for other, even like for, for cookies, this is my friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, Running to Steve O'Bell all the time, he's like, "Yo, bro, 
good job with pineapple. Keep going, you know. So it's like a mutual. Steve's such a good dude too. I go so far back with Steve. I love. How can he not? Well, for he's he's from Northeast, so that's that's my dude. That's that's you know when he talks, he makes me homesick because <laughs> he just has, you know, he just sounds like one of my uncles. You know, I'd be right. So, I, it's so funny. I ran into him in Vegas, and I was like, Steve, when are you gonna come on the show? And he looked, Joe. I'm like, dog. I mean, I've been trying to get at you, but I didn't realize. And then I, I, he hasn't seen me since I lost all my weight from back in the days. Like, dude, yeah. look at you. And I'm like, come on the show, motherfucker. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, Steve. Let's do the show, Steve. Yeah, no, but Steve's amazing. Also, along with what they're doing, him and Nick with the um, with uh, the healing center. With Oh, uh, that's beautiful. Getting people off drugs like that and helping folks. I mean, the first ever drug and alcohol treatment center <clears throat> that, that uses um, cannabis as an addition to help. And, and I think like, and, and I, that was the other thing too, him and I, I think the last conversation we had, got to try to play on this a little bit because as most folks know, I, I do own the trade, we do own the trademark THC. So. Oh, that's pretty tough. Yeah, it is tough. So, and, and if, and if someone wants to read a cool article about that in market watch, um, there's an article in 2019, uh, that, um, has, uh, the rapper Drake tried to trademark it for Canada, got denied cause we own it. No one knew. And we got our ticker symbol, you know, PNPL put in there. And uh, and since we share, share the same trademark laws between uh, here and here in Canada, we cover it. You know, you kind of cover it all. So I'll still license it to you, bro. So just let me know. <laughs> How great is I'm that? I'm not gonna sell it though. <laughs> you own fucking THC. We do, we do. So that's so that's our in-house brand that we have actually have not put out yet. We're trying to focus on. We're not trying. To, we're trying to not spread ourselves thin. This is something we learned. To, to not do early, like, you know, 18, 2018, 2019, we try to do it all at once and you spread yourself in. Right now, retail is king. We, we have seven licenses, actually 10. Three we're trying to sell, seven, seven we're going to open in the next three to four years around LA and retail, retail, retail. The How many stores do you guys have right now? It's just, well, we had, so it's just Hollywood right now. We had Palm Springs as well. That's another story that came out last year. I think I was the only, I, was, I think I was the only, black and brown person to open a dispensary in the month of February in Black History Month last year. But also I did too. We had Palm Springs that opened like the week after. Oh, nice. And what happened in Palm, Palm Springs is a little bit bigger. That was, um, that was actually retail, manufacturing. It was everything but cultivation. So we had everything there, distribution, delivery, manufacturing, retail. And we were going to do a consumption lounge. What ended up happening though is that there's still a lot of talks about this and what's going to happen um, or, or what could happen as a result. Palm Springs, since we opened that facility, they had they had issued about 20 more licenses. And now you know how small Palm Springs is, especially if it's in the summer, there's no tourism. You know, the only people that are in Palm Springs are that live there. So it made it for very, very unfair uh, competition to where if we if it was only retail dispensary, maybe we would have stayed in there, but you're still not making anything out there. Um, there's so many out there too right now. It's crazy. So many, so many. saturated. So then we, we had all the other stuff, you know, all the, all the other things, uh, behind us. So it just really didn't, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't do fair well for us. So we were lucky enough to offload it without, without really a loss. Honestly, we kind of, we kind of broke even on that one. That's which is good. Great. That, and that one was actually under the, the, um, that was under the uh, public company. So we did our shoulders a favor by getting us out of that, you know? So now what we have, what we had done, is and this is like a I gotta paint this picture because as everyone knows pineapple ink is the umbrella. However, now we just released this press release yesterday that we were able to 
ascertain another public company. So I'm kind of double fisting public companies at this moment. And let me explain what happened. I think when I came on the show last time, I mentioned that we were publicly traded, but right now, right then, there was a caveat enter on our on our stock on our ticker and if anyone doesn't know I, 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 i'm happy to talk about this now well yeah what is this exactly <laughs> i'm so happy to talk about this now um when i took when i when i assumed the position of the company in 18 the company was already public but the but, but the uh stock was suspended so my main mission amongst other things was to resurrect the stock coming aboard that just finally honestly happened in full it's been milestones along the way but in full not even two months ago really not even two months ago and then yesterday so i'll, I'll explain and this is important especially for folks to hear and this is important not just for pineapple but for the industry so when i came aboard we had to suspend the stock now the reason why the stock was suspended was from one of our old friends larry flint not his fault directly but he was our first celebrity investor so so our, our ticker was going at, um, I believe it was around, it was a penny, it's a penny stock. Um, I believe it was going around a dollar, maybe, not even, maybe about, maybe about 80 cents at the time. Larry Flint uh, came aboard, invested $100,000 in the pineapple. It made news. We ended up um, bringing on his daughter, Teresa, as uh, is working in our marketing department. Mm. Um, and um, that shot the stock up. I think in the next couple of days, it went to about 10 bucks and the 15 bucks or something like that. This was an earlier stage and it's still early stage where the SEC didn't, this is cannabis stocks were new, you know, and it's still new. And so yeah, is the industry. exactly. So you don't really know what the heck is going to happen, right? It's kind of like, you know, um, crypto and things like that. These are two very similar in, uh, industries that are in their infancy that a lot of people have stigmas on or, or don't trust yet. Um, it's so not proven yet. I mean, it's geez, not, it's not federally legal yet either. There's that exactly. So and not regulated, right? So, so, um, so when I came aboard to do this, well, I'm sorry. Let me backtrack. So the the so the SEC sus suspended the um, for unusual activity. They basically said you didn't do anything wrong. The letter I forget the actual terminology. It was sus suspension without cause, I believe, something like that. Don't quote me on that. And, and don't get mad at me, SEC. I'm not trying to say anything, but uh, but um, it was so bullshit, is what it comes down to. It was they just didn't know, and I get that. I understand because if you know the markets, like you're, that's the job. The job is to protect, protect the American people from buying things that they don't even know what's going on. True. So if if the SEC doesn't really understand where this is going to go, they kind of have to like pump the brakes on. Okay, well maybe this company's getting too much hype, and it's overinflated for what the stock price is reflecting. Fair. That's, that's like that's like stocks one on one, right? Okay, but to do it so long though, um, and not to let us know when this was going to be lifted or what the next steps were, you know, like okay, well, it's suspended. Let's let's dive deeper. What's the next step? How long? You know, I'm asking, right? So, nothing. But that time too, um, I was just coming aboard. This happened right before I came aboard. So when I came aboard, I got all this information. First thing I wanted to do is, kind of. You know, we have, I'll, I'll got to deal with the stock, but let's deal with the nuts and bolts that actually make the stock valuable. So we clean house for more or less, right? We built, we built everything with pineapple, started from scratch, changed the logos, all these things. Um, and then it was time to get back into, I think it was maybe 
19. Yeah, this time 19 is when I went full force in resurrecting the stock. People ask, why do you resurrect a pink sheet? Um, what's the point? What, is it worth it? Is it worth the money? Yes, and I, and I believe this because I believed in the mission that the founders had when I came aboard. We didn't do anything wrong. Um, and a lot of times when you do get suspended, you never resurrect the stock because maybe you did do something wrong or it's just not worth the money to resurrect a pink sheet. Just get another pink and you know maybe create a shell and then go ahead and build it up and then you get that shell removed and then you have another public company. This was important because um, it was big for Pineapple to say we didn't do anything wrong. We're the underdogs. We're the little guys here. We all love Rocky one. Exactly. Love it. <laughs> and, uh, and I, actually, I, I just referenced Rocky on another podcast. Love really? it. Yeah, oh, yeah. I just, so it, I'll, I'll end with that story too. I, Cause I went to Philly right before I went over to Lisbon. Um, so, and I said, this is not just big for pineapple. This is big for the industry. Any other a public cannabis company can, can, you know, we abandon this and they, they can do this to, to everyone. This is a kind of a, a stand for us, but it's also for the whole industry. For the industry. Yeah. And it's one of my, um, you know, I have four C's for our core components, our core competencies for, for the company. And the, the last one is, you know, the challenge to be an industry leader. I want other cannabis companies, uh, especially multi-state operators and clubcos, looking to us for what to do. This also keeps us honest, keeps us transparent inside and out, right? In, in, internally and externally. So, <clears throat> so we, we did that. Uh, we, I had to go back through, long story short, through years of audits. This auditor, this auditor, getting these books done, this book's done, finding, you know, it, it takes a long, long time. And in staying current with our filings, being a, um, a voluntary uh, filer. So we're voluntarily filing, you know, with the SEC so that, you know, they see that we're, we're dead serious here. You know what I mean? Legit company. Legit company. So we're doing that. And then, um, so long story short, it finally, we got cleared through FINRA. Big shout out to FINRA. I don't think anyone's ever said that, but big shout out to FINRA and the SEC. <laughs> um, FINRA cleared us on Forms uh, 211, uh, 211, and then the OTC markets took about another, I would say about three or four months to clear us and take off the caveat enter. So if you go to OCC markets or any stock for that matter, if it's publicly trading and, it, and it's a very suspect or suspended um, uh, uh, stock, it'll have what's called a CE or a caveat enter um, icon and it's literally a skull and crossbones next to your ticker. Like, wow, it's, that's what I had to look at ever since I've been aboard. So when I go around a city and the world and these shows and I'm like, yeah, Republican, I just can't really open that kimono fully. I can cause it's public information, but you don't want to really go there. You know what I mean? So, and, and shout out to the shareholders that still continue to buy stock and believe in the mission and the dream that we were going to get to be, even though it was suspended and had the CE on it. And no one ever freaking left. So I really, even the existing shareholders never left because they knew, they, they knew, they believed in us. They believed too. in you and your mission and what, what the company's going to do. And that's why I go hard every day, man. I think about that. Every time I wake up and get out of bed, like I don't have kids, I don't have, you know, situation or anything or entanglements or anything like that. This is literally my life. And you know, I'm not a big fan of LA. So this is what I do, bro. <laughs> you know, and I think about all those folks. It, you know, I'm a Marine. So just, this gives me that, this fulfills that responsibility that I didn't have when I took off the uniform. So now I feel like, yeah, I got my troops here. I got, I got these folks to take care of and it's a mission. It's purpose. You know what I mean? So, so we fully came back from that freaking phenomenal. But by, while we were waiting for this to happen, we had no rhyme or reason to know when the feds were going to bless us. Huh. We started to take 
take uh, our destiny in our own hands and say, okay, now we're going to go find another pubco in case they just crap us out. So we did that. And long story short, we found a, we found another pubco that was already trading. Um, and we basically bought them out, flipped everything over, changed the ticker symbol, moved everything. And now that company just lit up yesterday. And that only took us like six months. So the funny thing is while we were waiting for them, we didn't want to wait. We, we ended up with a suspended pubco. Now we have two fully reporting pubcos. Congratulations, yeah. brother. And the reason That's why big. the reason why we did this, and it's another reason why, you have folks that federal employees or, or just or, or or just cannot invest in cannabis stock. Well, now you don't have to do anything that's plant touching. So with Pineapple Inc. PNPL ticker, that is actually only CBD, only health and beauty products. That's Pineapple Wellness. That's all of our leases. That's all of our management, um, our, all of our management uh, contracts. That's all of our real estate. That's all of our, our cars. You know, everything non-plant touching is in this PUPCO. And what my SEC attorney is telling me is that by doing this, by separating church and state, basically, we do have a chance now to get on the NYSC in a few years. And that would be huge. Now, on the other side, now we have Pineapple Express Cannabis Company, which is PNXP. And this is all your brick and mortar. This is all... This is all your your dispensaries, your delivery service, flower your, touching, your flower, all your plant touching activities, all our manufacturing, cultivation, and all the things, distribution, things like that. So now you have both, and each of them have extreme value. And and one I can the PNPL, it's funny because a lot of people say, well, there's not a lot of money in CBD, but here's the deal: there is if you're doing it correctly. If you're just in your if you're just in your your bubble, not so much. It's a nice add-on to what you're doing. You know, it's just a nice little touch. But here's where a difference makes. You make a lot of money, obviously, a lot more money in, in THC products. However, I'm only confined to, to California. So my CBD products, though, Global. I can take over the world. Yeah. And we can go every single where. So I'll tell you another instance, speaking of which, um, and, and that was just a Euro tour. I've been on a kind of a world tour since I last saw you. Since I last saw you, I went to Berlin. Then I went to Zurich. Then I went to... Um, Jamaica for the for the shout out to Canx Jamaica Douglas Gordon all those guys out there love you guys where I got I went there in September where I got named um, the youngest black and brown CEO of a pubco in 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 the, in the world now I think the only guy really doing <laughs> forget the black and brown maybe the only person kind of um, taking on two pubcos but and I want I'd be remiss if I didn't say this um, you know shout out to my president uh, Marco Rulio and also who's going to be uh, assuming the, the role of that as well um, because Having someone with your, obviously I can't, it's humanly almost, can't almost do it impossible. All. No. Yeah. My team is freaking amazing. <clears throat> we have, we have Ivy Leaguers, myself, I ha, I, we have a Wharton grad um, and, and my COO is a, uh, you know, NBA economist. Um, he has, um, I have four masters myself and we collectively have about 40 years in, in, in cannabis industry and retail and, and traditional corporate experience. I come from a corporate environment, you know, um, and military obviously. So, Having that at the core, I think, and I tell investors this all the time, having that at the core is really what it's about. It's not about the flashy brand or even the numbers, honestly, because if you don't know how to run a company or know the ins and outs, you're going to have that short that short live and it's not going to be sustainable. I've seen a lot of companies do really well, but the guys didn't really know how to run a company. Right. You know, I'm like, what are you paying on workman's comp? What's that? <laughs> and your core values are you speak for themselves exactly because when you That's look it. at that foundation of who these people are that are running the company and you mentioned these four masters these they, that speaks volume to me anyways and if you're listening and wondering 
oh, well, should I invest in a company like this? Absolutely. These guys are in it to win it. <clears throat> right, yeah, we're not. <laughs> and, and the work effort and the work drive, you heard him. I mean, like he says, he looks at this as everyone that's investing is part of his team. Like he's still running it like the military. Absolutely. Troops. And th to. these are your guys and you got to look after them all. You're only as good as the person to your left and your right. So, uh, you know, I'll never sit here and say when people say, oh, you, you did a great job. We did a great job. I'm just, you know. I'm 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 more of an orchestrator and and more of the face of the company. But you know, honestly, I'm not sitting there right now making sure that uh, marketing is doing their thing. You know, uh, I'm not there making sure that distro is doing anything. The head of retail is not. That's that's really coming from you know my other execs and primarily um you know Mr. Rulo. You know, so I got to give him credit um for 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 you know being there and and also um you know Matthew is also one of the founders. Um you know all all of us put our own money into this stuff, you know, as well. There's a lot of reason why we don't have that much debt is because a lot of it came from, from us. And that, and that doesn't mean that, you know, a lot of people think that, you know, um, and I'll be very frank. If someone tells you they're making a lot of money in cannabis right now, they're lying their ass off. They're lying right to your face. <laughs> Cause uh, you know, it caught, and it's not, it's not really in part to what someone's, anyone's doing wrong. It's just the way the laws are set up. We're not able to do a lot of things that we can do. We can't bank regularly. So you got to pay a lot more premiums just to make, just to have regular payroll for folks. Um, insurance is a lot more expensive. Um, you can't even advertise the way you want to to get more revenue in because of the FCC rules. You got 280E, the taxes are just ridiculous. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's tough. And what I'm telling people and what I told you on break is that I think the biggest thing, our mission here at Pineapple is, is to to continue to create a huge, nice, big basket of a nice cannabis company portfolio of products and services and, and, and companies that a big can come and buy us out in a few years down the road and, and, and get us out on a 10x uh, for myself and all my shareholders and equity holders. And that's the way it's supposed to be because that's, that's what is. this market's about. I mean, that's what life's about, right? You get a company, you build it with the dreams of, okay, somebody, let's buy this. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and we're at an industry and a, and a time where, this is what we're doing. I mean, we're all trying to build something big and try to build something great. And you're doing it with Pineapple. Pineapple Inc. is just, you know, grabbing up other things. Now you guys have two publicly traded companies, two total different sides of, of the same world, so to speak. But yet one of them is, you know, looking at the real estate and looking at everything else that you can invest in with other companies as well. Well, I think the other thing, too, is, <clears throat> you know, our next phase is to buy a lot more real estate. That way. We can lease to cannabis companies without bias because that's a lot of the problems that we're having too. Right. We're trying to land out licenses in places. And I'll give you a prime example. Even our corporate office. This is the this is what we're going through right now. We just finally locked in. We've been looking for a new corporate office. We've been at our headquarters in Beverly Hills for almost 10 years. We were looking for more of a creative space, you know, more of an airy creative space, not so black and white, you know, and and, and so corporate. So I wanted to create like a like a Google atmosphere for 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 my folks. And um leaving we, we, two months we had three places turn us down because we're cannabis however this is our corporate office man we don't have any product here you know we don't we, this is his office it's not a distribution no yeah it's not, it's a not even customer Jeez. service this is literally executives and, and and accounting and finance you know and marketing department that's it that's our corporate office you know and um and, and it will publicly trade it. You know, like, what's what's the what's the problem? And it's hard to find a spot. It's still hard to find a spot. So that's what we want to do, too, is, is create, you know, those types of um, opportunities for people that they don't get stumped as well. But like I said, we it's been a long time coming just to get to this part. And we've had a lot of issues along the way. So, it's, 
So I always tell folks, you know, especially when the folks in Germany were asking me, you know, these questions, I'm like, hey, I'm going to tell you all the bad stuff because the good stuff is easy. Like, hey, you go do this, go do this. But I want to really tell you what you're really getting into here. Because, and what's going to happen yeah, and what can happen. And what can happen because I don't, I don't really look at it for the folks that are running the company. I look for the folks that are investing in that person's company because that's the Marine Corps thing in me. I'm thinking about the people. And even for my company, there's been a lot of times where we could we fell short on 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 things that we said we could do, not knowing, not knowing what we didn't know. You're going at something, doing something that's never failed because of a traditional corporate experience, not knowing that you can't really, it doesn't really work that way. But traditional corporate's not being treated like traditional corporate in this scenario. And this is, but honestly, it's the only way that we will be seen and validated as a traditional corporation if we continue, you have to continue to still do the things that they do. And it hurts me a lot when even some of my friends and some of these companies are running them like they're just legal trap shops now. And that's not going to help us. It's not going to help us at large. So I do. And there's so many illegal shops around, especially you being in the Hollywood area. And, and there's, there's shops that are legal in the front, and not in the back. <laughs> so, it's just crazy when you, you see know. it. And you being a public trader, you can't even pull off no hope. And that's why, dokes. you know, and that's why it's like, that's why it's, it's, it's also comforting for that too. Cause it's like, we won't even, even if you wanted to entertain that idea, you can't do it. You know what I mean? And you won't. So, well, you got a target on your back. Exactly. You know, you're a big company out there. More ways than one. Yeah. I think. Oh, of course. I think. Of course. Oh, well, there's no doubt. I mean, let's just face it. This industry is ran by a certain group that's been ran by them forever. Mm-hmm. And now it's opened up and you're one of, not one of, you're the first African-American male to have a publicly traded company like this. And now one of the only ones that's still out there doing it. I mean, you, know, you have Glasshouse out there still trying to make some noise and Kyle's out there banging and, and doing his yep. thing. Yep. But he's not a brother. I mean, he's got, you know, he's got a few brothers on the staff, but right. it's just... You know, it, it's hard to compete out there, let alone, like you said, there's other elements out there. Let's just call it what it is. I mean, you know. It is. It is. I just Mr. Cradle know. is a black man <laughs> when he walks in the room, when he leaves the room. I mean, there is that. <laughs> and there are all those biases. Anna Borico, Anna Borico. Yes. We're going to take a break real quick. We're going to come back. We're going to talk more about what's going on with this future of these guys. Because I'm telling you right now, folks, this is a company that you want to get behind. You heard about them, and if I'm not mistaken, I think Bangkok, Thailand, something going on out there, too. We're going to come back and hear about this. It's Cannabis Talk 101. Follow Cannabis Talk 101 on all social media at Cannabis Talk 101. Subscribe to our weekly newsletter on our website, CannabisTalk101.com. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, 
start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue and Joe Grande, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. CaliFX is full and broad spectrum hemp extracted products contain CBD, CBG, and some 1,300 other elements, you guys. They're naturally derived from substances from the hemp and the plant. Check out the tinctures, the waters, the topicals, and the vape collections. Go feel the effects with CaliFX. CaliFX.com is the website, as you can see online if you're watching us on YouTube. I want to thank everybody around here that makes it happen so much from Mondo to Moon, Teddy the Show Dog, Oscar Julio, Daniel, you sexy mofo, Connor Cam, Beach Barcelar, Ali Sunday, Goldie, Brother Pitt, Mark Carnes, Chris Franquino, Jennifer, Erica, and Elvis. Thank you guys so much. Sean, the CEO and president of Pineapple Inc., before we went to break, I mentioned Bangkok, Thailand. What's going on out there with Pineapple Inc.? So, uh... So we're looking to put a Pineapple Express dispensary um, right, in, right in Bangkok um, with some partners out there. So my my strategy, instead of us actually going to build these things, is to license the brand for our retail. Um, like McDonald's does. Like McDonald's does. Why Get not? Your own fran- well, see, well, McDonald's can franchise. We can't because it's still federally legal, right? So you cannot technically franchise. However... We can do licensing plays where folks would use our our logo and things like that. So what I've been doing, not just abroad, but here in the States too, there's there's a lot of emerging markets where you have a lot of folks to get basically everything you need. They have the licensing, they have the supply chain, they just don't have a brand, you know, and maybe they don't have something that they want to create themselves or an idea for themselves. They just want to make money. So that's another thing, that attractive thing about pineapples is such a it's such a universal name, and it's and even if you've never heard it, you think you have, you know. Well, Dole, you think of the big company, pineapples and yeah. Hawaii, yeah. and you know what I mean, it's just a tr- yeah. oh yeah, pineapple. Yeah, and it's like uh, so it's such a uh, uh, such something that transverses to every sort of demographic who doesn't love pineapples, and and um, so I wanted to start doing that, um, and it, we have had a lot of uh, a lot of um, interest from in doing something like this, so. This was um, something that where I was in Barcelona, uh, had a partner who just came back, who was, I just happened to talk about this and overheard me and said, oh, well, crap, this may work. So I have to head out there in a, in a couple months to see what's up now. But there is a change in sort of a change in power. So I'm pumping the brakes to see what this person's idea of cannabis is and what their medical program could could or cannot be. And that's one of the things that I think folks when they're emerging when they're going out to not just other countries but even other states if there's an election coming up make sure you either have a lobbyist on board or ears to the ground or know what the potential new candidate could feel about cannabis because the last thing you want to do is 
put all this money in infrastructure and, and someone comes in and says, no, we're not doing this <laughs> and you're done. But I think, again, that's something that a lot of folks don't think about. And I know of, I won't name, but I know of a couple of companies that did go to Thailand and are feeling this effect right now. Oh, really? And that's why I'm waiting. <laughs> so, so we have it. It's not going anywhere. I'm pumping the brakes on that and we're going to wait for that. But I do have to go out there and have, I have to inspect it myself. Another place though, which is a very interesting one is I, I got sent for to Dubai. I went in July and February and people were like, what the heck are you talking about? Like, yeah, I know. Like anything cannabis, you think you'd really be in trouble over there. Right. They're very progressive. Um, they had a change in regime themselves back in October. They're actually, um, you know, gambling was, was illegal too, but now they're building a whole island for casinos. Um, I believe you can actually have a child out of wedlock there now. Oh, wow. <laughs> I believe. Uh, it's one of the other really weird tidbits. But also CBD um, is, is, from what appears to be, going to be their, now it's weird, but their medical program. They're not, you know, forget THC. Right. Forget that. But even the fact that they're willing to have a medical program and only be THC is something that's incredible. And, and it's funny because people say, well, that's kind of ironic. Well, it's, it's kind of not. Because if you think about it, CBD is the med medical benefit of the plant. So it would actually makes sense to have your medical programs be that it's always should be first and honestly i'll take it it's the middle east if they're doing if they're doing that i'll take it but i had a i seat at the table with about eight people that are worth more than 200 million apiece Ooh. <laughs> um and uh saying that you know the the, the elegant the look of the of the logo we kind of like that for salons and we sell you know beard oils we sell some massage creams and bath bombs and all this kind of stuff not just the tinctures and gummies and things like that so they were thinking this could be something that, you know, that could be on a scale of a nice, elegant Dubai thing. They, they do things very high end there. I've been there, but freaking. Oh, yeah. It's, it's. Try to find a piece It's the of Beverly Hills of uh, it's, it's areas. Like a, it's like a big ass Beverly Hill. Yeah. Right? It's like a huge. It, try to find a piece of trash on the street. I was trying to find something, but I couldn't. So um, in their normal car is a G-Wagon, you know, like. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a rich, that's a rich country. So, but I was just humbled to be brought over there and, and shout out to uh, Coin Metro. Uh, my, my best, longest friend actually mentioned he owns a crypto brokerage over in Europe. And um, he mentioned them to me and they asked if I can come. And that's how that's how I was able to get a seat. But really quick about my friend, friend Kevin, oldest friend in the world, 11 years old, tight like glue and. We both grew up saying, one day I'm going to run a company, you're going to run a company, we'll, we'll work together or we'll do something together. And now we're kind of here, you know. And this guy is 6'4", white, hairy dude, bald, and I'm the different, but you would never know who's talking on this on this if you met us. Right. We've never had one disagreement since 11 years old. Not even, what? Not even, a, hey, dude, what's up with that? Hey. Nothing. Wow. Nothing. That's so, a good friendship. That's a great friend. His birthday's coming up. Love you, bro. Um, so he, he was over there with me in Europe as well. He actually lives in Lisbon, so that's who I was with over there. But but I'll um I know we're running out of time, but you know I just want to say look with with pineapple, and I want to really really take a a second to where's the where's my camera, the red one here. Yes. So I really really want to say thanks to not you know obviously our employees, every every you know all the way up to the top. I really really appreciate you know everyone's uh, efforts to get to us uh, to get to this point, not just opening the stores, not just uh, going through the storms of COVID and all these things like that. Um, is, we're still here, um, but also weather in the storm, believing the mission that we were going to actually get that pubco back, um, and also get another one now that was a surprise to us kind of all. Um, so I appreciate everyone at pineapple, you know, for, 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 you know, making me a better professional, to be honest with you. 
Um, and a step further is all of our shareholders and all of our equity holders. Thank you so much for being so patient. Um, I know a lot of times we, we were trying to get things going and, and be really overpromising. And sometimes we didn't, we, we, we missed that ball. And I'm, I'm saying this as a lesson to anybody in business, like you, you know, I'm I, as a CEO. You're like the guy who, who's a quarterback. If you lose a game, everyone blames you. If you win it, you're the glory guy. Um, I get that. It comes along with that, but, and I'll take it. Um, but I'll, I'll definitely just want to thank everyone for hanging in there with us. And we're going to make um, everybody a lot of money. Just like uh, you know, we anticipated doing, and now with uh, now with two pub codes going, we feel that we can really even blast off. And I want to give everybody thanks for that. I had to do that, Joe, because I wouldn't even be talking to you if not for those employees, not for those people that put their hard-earned money into it, and even the folks that have money that are rich. It's still your money. You know oh, no I mean? doubt, money's so money. It, it is. So I had a lot of you know one of my a couple of my friends who are celebs and saying yeah, I put a lot of money, and. For me, it's no different than the person who put in, you know, 50K versus a million um, because that's all relative to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's a chunk. I don't care if it's $5. You believed in me and that's it. So that's my mission. You know what I mean? And I think you're going to do it, Sean. I always love seeing you and your work ethic and your pride and the way you even carry yourself with everything. I mean, there's nobody that's sitting there throwing pineapple under the bus, talking shit. Nobody, you know I mean? You don't hear the bad. You don't hear the bad about your company. You know, it's, and it's great. I, I really am humbled by that because, you know, obviously no one does. Not every company does everything 100. percent you, you don't. You don't either. You make mistakes or whatever the case may be. But you're right. You know, because I think the underlying factor is, I think folks know that my heart's in the right place. I'm not going to do anything that's going to jeopardize myself. Mainly because I'll never embarrass the Marine Corps, <laughs> right, <laughs> or my grandfather. So, um, and I represent. You know, I'm a walking door. I represent a lot of folks, um, and I take pride in that. I carry it on my shoulder because I like that pressure. For instance, Jamie Fox. So glad you're out and about, brother. Um, yeah, I'm glad he's doing better now. Shoot. Yeah, I mean, it was a big scare. It it, it was, and um, and I appreciate uh, I appreciate that. And also, um, I'd be remiss too because of Jamie. That's when I remember I have a horse. Right. Um, but she passed away. Oh. So no. I want to I want to thank Jamie for and, and Lamont Clayton and 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 Timmy for giving me the opportunity to own a horse with you guys. Um, I I know I'm I'm looking at another one now. They have another one for me to look at, but she passed away. Her name was Vera. Sorry she to hear passed that, away man. in January uh, on, on Christmas Day. Oh, um, got into an accident and and didn't make it. Um, oh, that's sad. About a few weeks, she passed away from um from tetanus. So, I thank her for giving me the, just letting me get out of this light for a little while, once in a while, and uh, escape you know this this kind of rat race. Um, but uh, but I'm glad you know Jamie's back in action. Preview Revoe, get these guys. Uh, yeah, those, talk about those glasses, man. Those are so hot. I can't believe they made your own. So, <laughs> so, so I, uh, a lot of folks know I represent these glasses. This is Jamie's, um, you know, he's, a uh, he started this company, Privé Revaux, which is private stock in French. Um, very affordable glasses. And that's the main thing. Uh, I, uh, I don't have any respect for glasses. And that was Jamie's story too. Um, I, I will buy glasses and break them or scratch them right away. These um, have an array of, uh, of, of lines out there. Um, they go for no more than, 50 bucks for the, for the top of the line blue filter glasses, but most of them for 35 bucks a piece. Um, a lot of the cool features is, um, there's a lot of different styles. A lot of them not, are not there for a while. Um, but, uh, the one cool thing is I was blessed that they always give me a lot of glasses and I was blessed one day I opened a package and there was two pair called the Sean. They made a couple of pair for me. So, uh, super humbled by that. Um, and, uh, one of the cool things about the, the case, man, is it's a completely foldable case. 
And as a guy, you know, I don't like things that are bulky. Exactly. When it breaks down flat. Breaks down flat. Little magnet. Oh, that's so nice. Ready to go. So they're very cool. I need a couple of them cases for my glasses. I, I got a million cases. I'll, I'll bring it when I bring your Tupperware. Yeah, exactly. Another year <laughs> from now. Here we go. <laughs> I'll see you next July. Um, but um, one more thing I do want to talk about is this movie. Yes. You got a, your first movie under your belt. So Look at Pineapple. Look at so, Sean. So, so fortunate. Again, humbled to have this opportunity. Um, my, my brother, Sean Ringgold, shout out to him. Um, currently on the family business on BET plus along with other friends of mine, Lisa Ray McCoy and, uh, and, uh, Miguel Nunez. Um, so Sean calls me uh, for those who don't know, I'm a, I'm a SAG actor. Um, as well, I worked with the rock. I was one of the original P90X guys with Tony Horton back in the day. Um, and, I, and I've worked with, um, a lot of folks. I was the first, yeah, Ikea interracial USA commercial a few years ago. Oh, how cool so, is that? So that's what got me. I didn't know you were the P90X guy. One yeah, of those dudes in there. Okay. I had those for a while. I know. It's funny because every time I mention that, someone's like, yeah, I do remember you now. The 10 minute trainer and all those like a little ancillary ones too. But, um, that was back in the day. But, uh, so, so I was just getting back into, um, acting and everything like that. And, um, and he calls me and he's, oh, he was also Suge Knight on Notorious. That's what probably he's most right. famous for. So Sean's like, hey, I got this project we're doing. And like, honestly, I thought about you because a lot of people you know are already on this in this movie. And um, this is going to be a good opportunity for you to be a producer and get your first producer role. I was like, okay, well, they had to do some reshoots. So um, the movie's uh, called Camp Joy. It's about these kids. Um, it's about the, you know, a group of a, a group of kids who kind of represent a different demographics today, and they go to camp uh, in the summer. It takes place in New York. Uh, they take they go they go to camp, and a lot of folks are you know you got a you know kind of a quintessential white kid, and you got a black kid, you know something like that. And it's kind of um summer um uh, uh Terrence Howard's daughter Summer is uh, one of the main characters, and she plays the daughter of a mob guy. Uh, based in New York. And there's kind of a threat element associated with this where um, she goes to camp and it kind of deals with, it's kind of like a modern day breakfast club, if you will. One of the great eighties movies, by the way. Right. So you got these kids that are stuck in one place. They weren't stuck in detention, but they're, 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 they're placed together in a, um, in a threat situation and they're hiding out in this campground. Um, So, and it does face a lot of things uh, that, uh, problems and, and issues that kids face today with social media and having to keep up with all these things. And, and they have to end up kind of getting to know each other to work together to, uh, to get past this threat element and get in, and to be safe. Um, but there's cliff jumps in there, man. There's, there's helicopter scenes. There's, um, there's a bear scene where we use a real, real bear. And, and it hasn't been done in almost two decades where you actually, we shot it out here in California, up in, uh, up North. And we got a you know industry bear. His name was Tag. Shout out to Tag. Um, <laughs> he was a SAG bear. He's a little slow because it was November, so he's kind of getting like you know tired. Yeah, exactly. But um, uh, but uh, but a gorgeous guy and um helped us out there. And uh, we wrapped it. Our director is uh, Daylight Supreme. Shout out to him for me coming on as producer, but also he after meeting him and we had a kind of a similar bond. He he made me executive producer. He's like you you deserve this. You pull all this together last minute. It was like two days. So I got it together. I got another partner, a friend of mine involved, uh, Phil Westbrook. Shout out to Phil Westbrook with Spectrum Growers. Um, and we did it. And we finished the movie. We wrapped. Um, now we're in, now we're in uh, post. And a very good friend of mine, Darius McCrary, who most people know as Eddie Winslow from the show Family Matters. Right. 
um, is working on getting us to premiere the Chinese theater. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. You got to let the, me know. Not, not the side theater. Right, the big the one. The main entrance. Well, let now. me know, brother. I want to come out and represent. Of course. Come on. Of course. We got we to gotta say that. You know, of course. So so that's that's going to be around November. And um, and yeah, Vivica Fox is in it. Uh, one of the main characters as well. Um, like I said, Sean Ringgold, uh, Princess Love, uh, Eric Roberts. Whatever. What's the title again? Camp Joy. Camp Joy. Camp Joy. So take a look. IMDb. Uh, my either you can find it through my name or um or, or Camp or the, Joy. Or the movie Camp Joy. The movie. So yeah, yeah. I love it. Are you pulling up Camp Joy right now? By the yeah, I want to see this real quick. If you're watching the YouTube channel, you'll be able to see that, folks. I know you're listening to us, but Camp Joy. I see Connor typing away over there and trying to pull it up. Camp Joy. We got it there. I want to see this, what the poster looks like. And oh, no poster yet. Just okay. I don't know who's doing the. Okay, we got it up there. there. Oh, look at all the actors. Okay, go ahead, Sean. Doing his thing, man. It's so great to have you on. And I know you got the Consumption Lounge going in Barcelona, Spain, Amsterdam, Netherlands. Pineapple is just blowing and growing. It's so good to see you staying busy. I'm glad we don't talk as much as I'd like because that means we're busy. (laughs) Absolutely, man. And like, and again, um, you guys are part of my success too. This is, uh, you know, everyone knows that in the cannabis community, um, it's it's a it's a different type of industry, right? Than than the mainstream industries. We all actually care about each other. I think because we all have some sort of connection to the plant. Yes, we all have a joy and love, and we want to see it help and cure, and you know, make the world a better place. Absolutely, it's not just about getting high on your own supply or whatever. It's about really helping folks, and I think what pineapple is doing is doing that, and by going abroad and looking for the best CBDs and looking for other elements by bringing the scientists that you're doing and doing the research that you guys are doing those are the type of things that are going to make the world a better world because we'll be able to heal better as you heard him say these are some of the horses from the kentucky derby using some of these secret remedies and this and that so be on the lookouts if you're want to go somewhere and find it once again that website for that is pineapplewellness.com for all the cbd products pineapple express for all the where the dispensaries are and all the THC products. And of course the big company itself, pineappleinc.com. Sean, anything else before we let you go, brother? Oh. It's always a good time to have it's you, man. Sean Crail. We'll save the rest for later. We gotta, we gotta, you know, next time I come, we're going to have you well, I can't wait. And let's let's do something together, man. We need to collab and do some stuff, let alone, I don't know, maybe we'll buy a horse together or something. Hey, we can do that. We can do that, too. We can do that, too. And next time I come, you guys will be nationally syndicated, right? I mean, we're hurting 179 different countries right now. It's doing all right. You know what I mean? There we go. We're, we're trying to get all over the place. So if you're listening to this and you've seen Sean, feel free to give him a call. 213. <laughs> it's Cannabis Talk 101. Thank you, Sean. Go support the company. What is that on the ticker again if people want to buy stock in it? PNPL and PNPX. Oh, I'm sorry, PNXP. There it is, folks. It's Cannabis Talk 101. If nobody else loves you, we do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the show now. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts.
or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts